0: You're listening to the Kerry Woodham Mornings Podcast from Newstalk ZB. From this hour, we've been talking about the situation in our health system. Surgeons being forced to decide which patients to treat, which need to wait. One surgeon who has spoken out about the issue is high-profile colorectal Christchurch surgeon, Frank Frizzell, who joins me now. You're waiting to go into surgery, Frank. So the moment you need to go, you go. Thank you for your time.
1: Thanks, Kerry.
0: At most... It must take an enormous toll on you professionally. and personally. Uh, it's,
1: well, this sort of distraction does take a lot of time, but uh, it's important because this is uh, this issue and is not just um the, the issue that's at that the media court on, but the whole background behind resourcing to the health sector is is critical. You know, coming out of COVID, we expected a big increase in the number of cancers that we're going to see because uh, people hadn't presented, we could see the numbers fall off and, and then they had to bounce back, as well as the all the non-cancer problems around uh, people's arthritis and abs, and etc. And so instead of actually having more resource, we've got less. We've been working on about 70% capacity and now locally we've cut back to, uh, we're going to be coming back to below 50% capacity, Um you know, before Christmas, the issue was the lack of nurses, and that's now been rectified by the change in the government policy about um, visa status for nurses. Yeah. We've now got anaesthetic technicians, and I suspect the next step will be somebody else, such as anesis for sure. But, and it's, you know, they were making a fuss here in Christchurch. It's not just Operating. It's also, if we have a look around the country, the issue around radiotherapy for mm. patients who cancer in Otago South is you know, critical. They're yeah. having to ship patients to Christchurch. Um, and we're, we're already full, so that there's, you know, I understand there's a, someone looking at the possibility of moving them to Australia. There's the shortage of medical oncologists here in Christchurch as well, as uh, the, the last three have all left within six months. Um, the the whole destruction of the of the, the the main resource in the health sector, which is the staff, uh, is is happening. And this is a combination of just lack of adequate planning and resourcing. Uh, the management are doing what they can with the resources they've got, but the resources are, are really pushed. And the failure to put more resources into the health sector. The mucking around that's gone at the senior level of the butter aura is just unbelievable. And also the thing that really frustrates surgeons, and no doubt patients too, is the disinformation that's come out of the mm. Vata or up to mm. date about where things are going and what their, prior to, and, and their priorities are not aligned with where the need is. Um, so it's hopefully uh, we can get some political accountability about this and, and move forward on it because it's just so frustrating at the moment.
0: I can imagine. I mean, I was harking back to 2022 when Andrew Little said, there is no problem with our EDs, they're quite safe. And the head of emergency department surgery said he almost drove off the road when he heard Andrew Little on the radio (laughs) saying that, saying that is complete bullshit.
1: Well, yes, well it is. And I'm afraid that uh Mr. Little did little, which I'm sure everyone's familiar with. The And I just really hope, I realise the new minister, has been uh, past the parcel and has had very little time to um, uh, sort out the issues herself. But it's, it's just that whole disintegration of the system, the implosion of the health sector at the moment is incredible. And it needs some rapid and fast action in order to retain staff uh, and it's an injection of capital in order to actually get us back to even providing a, a, a lesser service than we want to, but at least something. Because reducing to below 50% capacity, which is where we actually started now, um, is awful. And as you brought it back to, at the end of the day, it's the patients who suffer. Yeah. Uh, and but I
0: also imagine the toll on you. I mean, having to say, OK, you... Will probably die within a month unless I perform surgery on you. You might have six months, so you can wait. This one—that's a terrible thing to have to do.
1: Yeah, it's it is difficult, and it is. Um, however, uh, that said, it is dealing with um, these risks and balances up as part of what happens. Mm. Routinely in uh, assessment and management of patients Trying to prioritise things mm. But it's just move Usually if you push someone You can't do it today But you can find a date and, uh, next week That's okay mm. At the moment we're stacking we're critical cases And we don't have a end game um, we don't have any way of thinking this is going to get better. Things get difficult, you know. Look, we've been through an awful lot here in Christchurch with the earthquakes, yeah. the floods, the fires, the mosque shootings—you name it. It's it's short locusts. We've had most things. Um, the, the 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 so, but most of those there's been uh, we've been able to find a way through. What's frustrating here when you think things are bad, they just get worse, yeah. and then you get this absolute load of rubbish coming out of Te uh, Parahora about. Um, what we should be doing, that just there's no reality Mm. to what we're actually trying to do. Um, So it just needs a real reality check. And the the communication to the public and to the patients and their families needs to be honest um, about what we're not doing. Um, And we we also need um, more resources.
0: Should the... Um, government have opened the borders to nurses, doctors sooner than they did. Yes. Yeah. There
1: should have been a plan around what to do. Um, as you may not, or may not know, there was a committee that uh, that Andrew Connolly uh, was involved with uh, that looked at trying to improve planned care. Planned care is elective surgery. Yeah. Um, uh, that that, that uh, you know that's been disbanded without actually delivering anything more than a report. Um, mm-hmm. The whole issue around how to get the planned work done is, is just seems too hard for Teferora to deal with. Without doubt, if you fall over today and have, break your leg or have a heart attack, you'll be very well managed in the public health system. Uh, that's where the resources are focused. The trouble is, is behind that is the elective services. You've got a bowel cancer, you've got a gastric cancer, you need a hip replacement. That's the bit that's fallen over.
0: Thank you for talking to us this morning, Frank. I'm. I, I don't. How long do you think you can keep going, though? I mean, it must just. Sometimes you must think I can't well, do this I, well, anymore. Why I here? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah. I can't help it. I'm yeah. just like everyone else. I, and I wouldn't speak out if I thought there was a resolution
0: going, but It's just. It's, you can't see any light uh, at the end of the tunnel.
1: Biggest belief that we're here in the first place, and the that, 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 that crap that comes out of the, uh, the mouths of some of the senior politicians and the federal things—it just, just—it just—it doesn't reflect what actually needs to be done. If they could just focus on actually getting some, getting some patients treated, as opposed to some lovely statements, it'd be really helpful.
0: Lovely to talk with you, Frank. I really appreciate your time, Frank Frizzell, colorectal surgeon. Talking the truth. For more from Kerry Woodham Mornings, listen live to News Talk ZB from 9 a.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.